Do you know, like, Israel's won, like, I think two gold medals ever. One of them was surfing. And the guy's name was Gal, which means wave in Hebrew. So I was like, that's You don't perfect. do surfing in the Olympics. Shut up. It's like the windsurfing thing. It's not a surfing. Yeah. Why, why can you have curling and not surfing? Surfing is way more of a sport than curling. Well, not in the Winter Olympics, you can't. I'm not talking about the Winter Olympics. I'm saying oh, ever. Right. So ever. You're shit at the Summer Olympics as well. I thought you'd be okay at the yeah. Summer Olympics. Why? Because we tan better. This is the Mid-East Beast Podcast. I am your host, Molly Livingstone, here in Jerusalem. And across the pond, we have, of course, Alex Giles. How are you doing today, Alex? I am very well. Good morning, good morning. It's a beautiful spring day here in <laughs> London town. What does that mean? Just light rain? Just light rain, yeah. Light <laughs> rain and hail this afternoon, that's right. Oh, yeah. bloody hell. Well, speaking of hell, I don't know if you know this. Israel may or may not be at war with Syria. Did you, are you aware? It's always confusing. You, you know, you, you didn't send the memo to the right people. <laughs> Mistakes get made. It's how World War One started, you know. It's all very confusing. Train timetables, World War One. Look it up. Yes, I, I had a vague idea. So you guys are uh, deciding to go for it. Is this a, a great plan by your oh. um, your prime minister <laughs> to distract attention from him going to prison? That is exactly it. First of all, <laughs> when you, you said go for it, it's not like we're going to like have sex and seal the deal. Like, don't make it. <laughs> belittle it it is war after all but yes i thought that too alex and i don't know if you and i are just total shitty people pessimists (laughs) or if we're on to something but it was interesting how there was this strange incident and like israel doesn't screw these things up like we know what we're doing right yeah and yet it was bizarre because it was on the sabbath the holy day of rest so a lot of people turn off electricity and phones and relax. And I actually like doing that as a way of not having the phone connected to my ass, right? Right. And suddenly I'm in the park and it's such a beautiful day and everyone's playing and someone walks up to me. Did you hear? Did you hear? We're at war. We're at war. There, There was a siren already in Tel Aviv. Can you imagine the liberals of Tel Aviv? They're even being attacked. And I'm just like, what? What's happening? And still everyone is playing because this is the craziest thing about Israelis. War we can handle that's like any given day we might be at war right syria today lebanon has started throwing some shit balls at us too by the way so that's not really a big deal as scary as it is what will always scare an israeli more than anything in this world is snow and the mere (laughs) fact i'm telling you the mere fact that there was a possible chance two weeks ago now that was terrifying that was making the news that was making people stay inside but this still a nice day outside well we might be attacked they might have some missiles oh it's backed by iran maybe they'll be nuclear Meh. but there's a slide and there's sun let's have some fun right yeah. that's how it is are you or aren't you at war with syria right now just to, cl- <laughs> just to confirm for the listeners Like, are you at a state of war or not? So as freaked out as I was at that moment, even though also I was completely relaxed, it's the Mm -hmm. schizophrenic Israeli beauty, I checked online in that moment on Saturday, and it seemed that, yes, there was this incident, right? Israel shot down a drone, a Syrian drone that came into our airspace that is backed by Iran. 
<laughs> and then Israel retaliated because of that, you know, no, you're not allowed to bring your drones onto our side. So we retaliated. And during that retaliation, an F-16 of ours was shot down. The pilot managed to get on our side. So it seemed that was actually Which is definitely war. a better place to be than on their side if you land. If OMG. You have, yeah, have yeah. been the pilot bombing them. Always good to try to get as far away as possible from the people you bombed before bailing out. Exactly. So when we go back to BB is now in a lot of trouble, the Prime Minister of Israel, you know, the police are saying, you better watch yourself, sir. Now we're on to you. Even though I would think the police are just as corrupt as him, shouldn't he be able to tell the police not to put him in jail? How does this work, corruption? It does seem a little bit out of the Trump playbook. I don't know who's listening to who, but uh, I've only just seen this news yesterday that, I mean, I didn't know there was an investigation going on. I'll be honest. I'm sure that's covered in the Israeli papers every day, but I I didn't know this. I didn't know this. So what do you think? Do you think this time round it's going to, because this has happened several times before. It's not the first time that the police have suggested he should be prosecuted for something, but that's obviously not stuck. Okay. So... uh, Go on so, then, what do you think? So here's what I think. Today, we're recording this on Valentine's Day, February 14th. And why do I bring that up? Not to say, I love you, be mine. But rather that one year ago today, Bibi Netanyahu met with President Trump in America. That was the first time they met both as officials, which I thought was fascinating since they clearly have a bromance. So they did that on February 14th. Uh, yeah, uh, I forgot about that, but you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so now let's fast forward. Here we are one year later, and it's like we're watching this reality show of like who is the more evil doer. Right. We've got like North Korea, who's subdued by the South Korean Olympics, which I don't know. I'm not watching. I don't care about curling. Did Israel send a team to the Winter Olympics? I can't tell you. I don't know. Maybe they were afraid it would snow. I don't know. I don't know. I bet you sent someone. You should check. I bet you sent someone. There'll be some really obscure Israeli sportsman who's always wanted to be a downhill skier. (laughs) And it's gone. It's gone. You go look it up. Or it will turn out that the Israeli curling team is really shit hot. That'll be another thing. (laughs) In fact, eight years ago, I think it was eight years ago, we had, we, Britain, Great Britain, had a curling team. Now, most people listening to this don't even know what curling is. I know. And I've heard about it a lot during this Olympics. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things. And, And to be honest, you don't need to know. And I only have a vague idea. It's like bowls on ice, basically, is what curling is. I heard bowls, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, about eight years ago, had this group of Scottish women and they were like shit hot at this and they got the gold medal and we were insane for them for like you know whatever two days I, we were really excited about it but clearly they've all slow retired slow news days yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. and we all had right. speak oh, hang on oh I'm so sorry this story just keeps just going just because you haven't got a Winter Olympics team it doesn't mean we can't talk about the Winter it's Olympics it's not true I do I was going to tell you I was going to cut you oh, off you, to a tell oh, oh go on who have you got go on tell me we had an Israeli figure skater Alexi See? And he danced, actually, I forgot. I remembered, now that I read the headline, he did a routine to Hava Nagila. To what now? <laughs> Any Jew listening will know Hava Nagila. I can't believe, have you never been to like a bar mitzvah ever? Uh, Hava Nagila, Hava uh, Nagila, uh, Hava. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It is. There it oh, is. I'll, I'll watch it on YouTube. Okay. Okay, so did let's he win? like. Did he, say, well, did he actually win anything for that? No. Why oh. would it? Do you know, like, Israel's won, like, I think two gold medals ever. One of them was surfing. And the guy's name was Gal, which means wave in Hebrew. So I was like, that's perfect. You don't perfect. do surfing in the Olympics. Shut up. It's like the windsurfing thing. It's not a yeah. surfing. Why Why can you have curling and not surfing? Surfing is way more of a sport than well, curling. Well, in the Winter Olympics, you can't. I'm not talking about the Winter Olympics. I'm oh, saying right. ever. So, 
Ever. You're shit at the Summer Olympics as well. I thought you'd be okay at the Summer yeah. Olympics. Why? Because we tan better. Well, you've got, like, running tracks and stuff. I mean, that's not something... I mean, with the Winter Olympics, you do have the problem, back to the start of this conversation about you all getting freaked out by snow appearing, mm -hmm. that being freaked out by snow and winning gold medals in the Winter Olympics, you can see there's a problem between those two things. Oh, of it course, work. the correlation, yeah. Yeah, a correlation, wow. so that does not... that. Never mind that South Korea is near North Korea, and that's also terrifying. Isn't it that's so true. funny how we just ignore it? And this was my point, by the way, when we started oh, going on Go Olympics, was that we're watching a reality show of, like, world's worst leaders. Yes. Which, oddly enough, is an improv game that, you know, that you might be a good have game. seen. But, but to it's be fair... But to yeah. be fair, I think we could be accused of being, you know, weird, bleeding-heart liberals here. I don't know the full details of what Netanyahu has been accused of doing, what he might or might not have done. But it's not quite the same thing as the leader of North Korea starving his population for the last, you know, 40-odd years and making right. them, like, eat each other uh, and blowing them out of cannons. Um, right, you know, and he, none... like, killed yeah. his ex-girlfriend for being in a porn. Don't forget that. Exactly, exactly. So none of which... just Murdered his hasten... brother. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. hasten to add that Netanyahu has done none of those things. My understanding no. is he, he might have, you know, suggested to a newspaper that they should give him some good coverage. I think they're more typical along the lines, probably similar to his buddy there, Trump, of businessmen who then he pushed along tax bills that would obviously help them out by the millions. Living abroad yeah. and getting then tax breaks for that not having to pay certain taxes and like you said the newspaper stuff which is an issue now by the way when we talked about how bb may or may not have planned saturday's attack with syria and israel going to possible war which I then think completely we all sound a bit conspiratorial at this point well, he would say that, and he would say that it's fake news, that once again, he calls everything fake news, just like Trump does. Yes, and he'll it. say that here in Israel, you know, his story has been all over the papers. They've been destroying his wife, his family, his children. You know, he's a good leader, and he's being taken down by these bleeding liberals, whether that includes you and me or not. But yes, that's what he would say. Now, CNN did not, by the way, break the story about a possible war on Saturday night. I did not read that anywhere in the big headlines. However, Bibi possibly going to jail, that did make the news. That did make the headlines. Which, again, I always have a problem with this stuff. I just do. I just think it's wrong. Do I think... Bibi Netanyahu, as a politician and a leader, is corrupt? Why, yes, I do. Of course I do. Because I don't think anybody who's at the top is not corrupt. So he's corrupt yeah. in that refreshingly sort of Western way. <laughs> of, West. You know, it's, it's a bit sleazy and not unexpected. Yeah. But, you know, the system kind of writes itself and he'll do a plea deal, maybe, if if what these, these allegations do are true, which obviously we don't know at this point. But, you know, it will right. be a bit grim and sleazy and you'll get chucked out and you'll get someone else who will be a little bit perhaps less sleazy, but will become as sleazy. Yeah, of course. If they're given the chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. That is exactly correct, which is why I would never want to be a politician. So what you're saying is that Israel is sort of refreshingly European in the same way that you're allowed <laughs> to be. It's how you get to compete in the Eurovision Song Contest, for example. <laughs> Because, you know, you're not clearly... That we did win. And we won, went, we well. won with a transgender, by the way. Exactly, and you've won so, it. So, very European. But geographically, clearly, you're not in Europe. But we let you do that. And what? we let your politicians be as sort of refreshingly corrupt as sort of Italian level, you know. I mean, the Germans, for example, your Germans, broadly yeah. uncorrupt. Your Scandinavians, 
not corrupt. Not now corrupt. they're uncorrupt, yeah. Uncorrupt, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's true, true. I mean, what are we now? <laughs> you're Israelis, you're kind of refreshingly Italian-ish, you that kind of level, which is not great, but right. okay. Well, you guys, I mean, because England, you're all wearing your wigs and yelling at each other very properly in court. Oh, we've got our own and... problems, don't get me wrong. I mean, the latest bunch are a, a, a bunch of, uh, I can't think of the words for it, but they're not good words. Rubbish. They're just a bit rubbish. <laughs> but they're broadly not very corrupt. Because there's a difference, you see. I mean, they're not doing these things because someone's paying them. They're doing these stupid things because, well, they're a bit rubbish. Which is very English, very British yeah. thing in modern times. We're just a bit shit. We're all just a bit shit. That should be really our, our show, our Yeah, sitcom. and we should hope for that. I mean, if the worst that happens in Israel is that your politicians are a bit shit and a bit rubbish, then that's very refreshing. I mean, particularly when you think about, you know, what's going on with your neighbours. I mean, I'll take a bit shit over Syria any day of the week. I mean, you haven't gassed anybody recently, have you, for a start? Not that I'm aware of. No, not that, no. So you haven't done that. I know that Israelis have very gassy food. (laughs) No, of course, we haven't killed our own people using, yes, chemical weapons as such. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the right side of this, without question, yeah. Well, I'll even go a step further. And actually, one of the news stories that was very interesting was our defense minister, Lieberman, really was very quiet after this provocation. I can't say the word. Yeah. Provocation. And he finally spoke out and he said, Israel will do what Israel needs to do. And what I thought was very interesting is he said, this is not about bark. This is the time to bite. And we bite hard. Right? That's what she said. I mean, it was amazing that he said that. But I'll say... And he practiced saying that in the mirror, do you think, a few times? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Lieberman, he's like this crazy Russian guy. Of course he did. Was he hoping Robert De Niro was going to play him in the movie? Was he like, was he doing that? (laughs) Yeah? Yeah? You talking to me? Yeah. I think he was hoping that Putin would play him in the the movie, you know, with the shirt off next to the Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Good look. So actually, what I thought was very fascinating, he's very right-wing. And often has said very negative things about Palestinians or, you know, clumps them all together, as you can imagine, you know, being extremely right wing. But in this instant, if you want to talk about a nice political move, there was during this time an attack. And this is it's funny and not funny at the same time. There was two soldiers, a man and a woman. They were using Waze, right, which is actually an Israeli created app to help you with directions. Yes, if we've talked about this on the show before. Yep. Right. Okay. So I will always say it takes you the fastest way, not the safest way. And in this instant, that has never been more true because they went through Janine where their big, of course, armored car was attacked immediately by residents there. And what he said, Lieberman, was that he was very proud of the Palestinian police that defended these Israeli soldiers and helped them get to safety. That to me blows my mind. That he was saying it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm just trying to go back a step here. So these two soldiers... Yeah. ...looking at the sat-nav... The what now? Didn't realise... The sat-nav? Yeah, the sat-nav didn't realise that that was a problem? Or were they just merrily going on their way? Well, you see, Israel is quite deserty. So you're out in the middle of nowhere and you trust your app. Okay. You okay, trust right. in ways. We've given up on having our own thoughts, right? You yep. know you should make a left turn, but Waze tells you to make a right, so you do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now you're wrong, but Waze keeps telling you to make a right turn. I've been stuck at a circle, you know, the roundabouts, yes. because she hasn't decided where I should exit. So I will just drive in a circle. I've lost all will to think for myself. 
So, okay, now you think that that's okay for you. <laughs> but for these soldiers. Possibly, possibly not so good for right. soldiers. Right. So perhaps when they have a meeting with their boss, with their commander, you know, once they've had a nice cup of tea and a sit down, because right. they almost died. Right. Um, your commander might say, you've got a thing called maps, and we do teach you to read them. <laughs> and uh, maybe next time you might want to, you know, use a bit of common sense because, right. you know, yeah, initiating a huge firefight over the fact that you can't bother to map read is not considered to be a good day. Really. It, it, That's it, my point. This there. is all just so funny to me because while there is this serious incident that will happen in Syria, it could be little things like that that end up setting off war. Are you, saying, really... but, sorry, are you saying that the Syrians are also using your navigation aids and this drone was actually on it you know it was supposed to be on its way to damascus or something it was i don't know what it was doing and they're going to blame the zionist satnav well, system that it has sure i mean they're going to blame us anyways they're going to say the drone is a mossad shark it doesn't matter like it's always blame the israelis blame the jews but i wanted to say something else that i thought was also another funny story this is the headline idf returns to lebanon mentally ill man who crossed border Now, what's interesting about the story, he just walked over the border. Not only did this man walk over the border, this is the second time he's done this in the last year. The other time he got into an actual neighborhood, like a city in Israel, Mm -hmm. and was at a bus stop and someone thought he was weird. So they came and checked him out and it turned out he's from Lebanon and walked over. Now, this time he's accusing two brothers in Hezbollah that forced him to to do it to see that he could the whole thing is like are we being pranked i don't know what's going on wait it gets worse alex his father says that he's obviously sick in the head he's mentally ill because he thinks he's jewish (laughs) he thinks he's jewish and that's why he's coming over i can't i can't Uh, i can't i can't so did you return him again yeah of course they did what if it's a third time? On a third time, you might start thinking maybe you should, like, you know, settle him. Yeah. I think we should start teaching him some stuff to bring back over there. If he thinks he's Jewish, he's obviously coming here to convert or something or weird or... But it's such a funny story. It I is thought, funny. I like, your, your border with Lebanon, you're supposed to, like, you know, be watchful. Secure? Yeah. No. A bit mm. embarrassing. I mean, I've been embarrassing. You should see. Whenever I'm at the Dead Sea, I'm like, I think I could float to Jordan. And I don't think anyone would notice. Now, my body might be, like, swelled up from salt, but I'll make it to the other side. Uh, have you tried? No, it really burns. It okay. Really burns. Okay, okay. And that could also cause another international incident that you just went over just to find out whether you could. They probably discourage that, to be honest. Right. I think we've come full circle because I think we're talking that there could be war and yet you don't hear fear in my voice. And frankly, when you imagine, just imagine mom's in the park, beautiful afternoon, 4.30 on the Sabbath, day of rest. Your children are, you know, screaming, crying over who gets to go down the slide first. There's a possible war. We're not sure. We're all like secretly going on our cell phones. And one mom turns to the other and goes, well, really, it is time for another war, isn't it? It, it? It is quite delayed. Yes, I heard I heard Hamas even said that 90% chance of war, just like 90% chance of rain. That's our conversations in this side, in this world, in the Middle East. And it could be war with Syria. It could be war with Lebanon. It could be Iran. It could be Russia, England, France. I don't know, because if there's a World War III, we're looking at taking teams. Taking Everyone's sides. invited. Everyone's invited World War III. Yeah, yeah.
Are we back finally to last week or the week before last when we talked about Vice President Pence and his desire for Armageddon? Well, there it is. There, there it, is. it is. There it is. And that's how we'll leave it this yeah. week in Hope. Hope put... that we see you all next week. <laughs> you know, he must have put that in the note in the wall, the Western Wall. He's, <laughs> he's got it all figured for Armageddon. out. Yeah. Someone should have pulled that note out afterwards just for a quick check and gone, excuse me. Yeah, no, no, use no. it as toilet paper. Oh, well. Yeah, Armageddon. Armageddon bad. No, don't wish for that. Well, as we always say here on the Mideast Beast, I mean, as long as I'm back next week you guys should all tune in you can subscribe of course on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts you can follow us on twitter at mid east beasties and you can find us on facebook the mid east beast and of course the website the mideastbeast.com alex thank you for wishing me well i think that is important and i wish that My you pleasure. watch the youtube hava nagila i think everyone should be watching that and I hope that your medal tally at the Winter Olympics this year is bountiful. Wow, almost genuine. This has been another episode of the Mid East Beast Podcast. <laughs>